0: This is Crumbs of Genius, the podcast which picks the brains of the experts to find out how to earn more in a food business. Brought to you by Prepit Food Management Software. Simplify your food business at goprepit.com. In this episode, we discuss food display techniques to increase customer spend in cafes. To do just that, my expert guest is Steve Nelson, Managing Director of Euroswift Retail Creations Australia. Thanks for joining me, Steve. Yeah, now, thanks, Tim. Pleasure. No, Thank you. Now, you spend most of your time um, helping businesses display and present uh, fresh and prepared food, and you do it in, obviously, a, an aesthetically pleasing way. It has to be beautiful um, to do um, in, improve efficiency and also to maintain food safety as well. And you do that with um, providing signage, custom ticketing, display wear, uh, etc. So clearly, you're the man for the job here. Um, so, when considering fridge and counter displays, how can we um, present food to really drive sales? There's, yeah,
1: it's a good question to, to start with, Tim, and I. I think that the first thing is you actually need to, to consider your end game. So is it actually increased sales that you're after or is it something else? So we, we tend to look at that a little bit more broadly. So, so firstly we do look obviously at helping people increase their sales, right? But but it also needs to be done in a way that it's profitable. Right? And and sometimes for, for somebody, take the example of somebody's going to sell a thousand dollars of a product, but it means that at the end of the day they're they're throwing out another three hundred dollars worth of product. Yeah, um, it, it may actually be better for them just to sell nine hundred dollars a product and have no waste at the end of the day. So, so, so we we do look at it from a few different directions. But, but looking in general, there is probably. um a few things I would say to that. So um, probably the, the first tip that I have for people is in a common mistake I see um, is that your, your counter is actually not your warehouse. Um, so and, and look, some businesses, a lot of businesses actually tend to treat it that way. So right. yeah, um, and part of that is convenience; they want to be able to serve customers quickly. Um, but then uh, well, the, the worst offenders for this actually are, are some of the food retailers mm-hmm. so um, if you take your suburban butcher for example you walk into their shop and and they've just got you know a tray stacked high with sausages <laughs> you know? yeah and yeah and and look it shows that they've got lots of products but it you know it, it doesn't look fantastic it, it's you're not getting the picture, well, that's what I want to take home and have on my plate. So sure. it, and look, it's the same form um, for, for cafes and restaurants, buffets and, and so forth, it, they can still take that same um idea and apply it. Yeah. And so um know, you think other businesses, right? if you think um say take the fashion business, if you walk into a a fast fashion shop is very different um, to say a prestigious fashion brand shop. Brand yeah,
0: exactly. Brand
1: yeah. yeah. When you go the, the higher end you go, the the more they subscribe to the the less is, less is the more. Less is more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, and it's the same with food, right? If you go into um I guess you stereotypes. A stereotypical French restaurant, yeah, expensive and so forth, and you, know, you, you get a morsel of food served on a, a massive, big plate. Mm-hmm. Again, it's that less is more, but it's the the perception of value. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, so these are some of the things that we we start to work with 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 say a cafe on right, is is certainly have a a representative amount of food and a convenient amount of food for serving in your counter. Yeah, but yep. but don't oversupply your counter. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's it, it, because it can have the the opposite effect. Um, so you can
0: have a bit of restraint there, I guess, with your display. In, in a yeah, sense, yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So so that I, I guess that less less is more is yeah. a, a visual merchandising technique. Mm. Yep. Um, you Yeah. On that same theme, with, with other visual merch te- uh, techniques, um, it, another one that we find really useful in counters is to actually introduce some some elevation or, or levels through the, the counter. So just using small rises or, or platforms and okay. whatever to um it you know, does a couple of things. First thing it draws customer attention so to where you want it to go. Right? Yep. People will automatically look at, at what's presented. Um, but the other thing is you can actually use this to to drive not, not specifically sales but, but sales of the item that you most want to sell. So then so if you've got one item in your range that is a something that delivers a higher margin to you or a higher return, then that's a fantastic one to to actually lift up and, and draw the customer's attention to. So yeah. you're not necessarily selling more products, you're just selling more of the products that you want to sell.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah. I using some other products to sort of fill feel- sort of the spaces as well, but really highlight those high margin products. Uh that's really, really important.
1: Exactly. And in a bit like the the fashion retailer again is is actually you can start to actually tell a bit of a story in your your Canada. So there's so so just as you walk into the fashion retailer and they paint the picture of what it's going to be like if you you know, you have this clothes or this handbag or, or something like that. It, it's the same with, with food. Um, it's it, it's about making what's on display there desirable. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then the, you also asked um, about refrigerated displays and so forth as yeah, well. And as well. You, yep. you can, you can drag this across to to even just your drinks fridge, right? Is a is a really good example right, of a of an area where sometimes if it's self serve drink fridge, um yeah, it's an area it's overlooked. But but this is somewhere actually where the supermarkets do it really well, right? They have systems in place where either they're doing it with their their staff, actually having somebody come through and face all the the shelves, or um, or they're actually doing that automatically so they have the the sloped shelves or, or different equipment actually in the refrigerators to present everything to the front of the shelf yeah and and it's not just about making it look nice right it's about actually keeping things in the customer's view so customers actually won't buy what they don't see so if it's if it's there clearly on display for them, and and it's the more accessible it is, the more likely they are to buy. Yeah, yeah great. That's a great point. Um, so, what? Um, when we look in um, counters
0: and, and fridge displays, we see tickets and labels and things like that. So, what impact can they have on on selling a product?
1: Yeah, it's your your tickets actually your silent salesperson. Mm. Yeah. So it's um you know it's just another form of communication with your customer. So it's and quite often it's, the, it's, it's one of the very first forms of, of communication with your customer. Um, so there's, there's a few things I'd say around that. Firstly, the way you execute your, your ticketing right, is a, a direct reflection of you. And so there's I I put up an Instagram poster a little while back of a before and after right, of a of a ticket just at a, a local shop that was selling is vegetarian fried rice. So right, was what they were selling. And the original ticket that they had in there was was just a laminated card. Right? But because it'd been in the counter for a while, um it, it had started to to, to build up by like food residue and oils and so forth on there. And the, the laminate had started to, to split a little bit. And it, and and it looked terrible. And yeah.
0: it,
1: it wasn't just wasn't just that it looked bad, right? But it was also a health hazard. And so yeah, these right. um so it's actually accumulating debris, it's something that doesn't get washed. And so um so that 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 sends out a, a really clear message to your customers because the one thing you know about the, the ticket is, is that customers are going to look at it. You know, there's plenty of other things like you might put a poster up on the wall and customers are never going to look at it um but they're going to look at the thing that's right next to the food so it it is a direct reflection of your brand right yep. and it, it can hurt you if it's not executed properly um there's on the the positive side though the, the clearer you make that ticket and the more that it it tells of the information that your customer is is requiring right? the, um, you know the, the better right that um, that that perceived level of service from your silent salesperson is right? yeah exactly. so for instance yeah so for instance people will yeah we have a lot of our um, cafe customers put their dietary information on on the cards so uh, that they use it to sell you they're know, they're gluten free muffins, or um, you know, they're dairy free products, vegetarian, whatever it is that they want to to emphasise. Yeah, well, that's so really important that, right now. Is is
0: those sort of dietary requirements, allergens, and things like that. So having that is so so important for the salesperson as well to come along and say, yeah, that's gluten free or, or whatever. Um, so that's a really good point there. That you know, it's so important to to get that information across uh, to the customer.
1: Yeah, and what it does it's not just um, it's not just that it helps them get the right information, but it so say you have a, a busy counter environment. If if every second person wants to have a conversation about the allergens in your in your food or what do you have that's vegetarian or yeah. something like that, it just slows your counter down. Mm-hmm. So so then the it's taking longer to serve other people. People see a longer the line that they. they they don't stop. Um, you want things actually working in your calendar that that are maintaining the traffic flow past um, so that so that you also operate as efficiently as possible. Yeah, that's right. That's really really important. So okay. you, you've obviously had a
0: lot of experience um with cafes and you work very closely with um, um a lot of food businesses so what are some of the creative ways that you've seen them um presenting their food um in a way to to drive their sales
1: there's yeah look, so, some people do it actually really well Aaron, and um in a great example i can use is is scarcity, Aaron, that. Yeah. Um, so it's, for instance, I have one customer who um, they sell a, a truckload of brownies, mm. um, you know, so they're basically a coffee shop, but I think everybody coming through buys a brownie. Yeah. But okay. what they do really well, right, is that they put up on their, their social media and so forth multiple times per week a brownie of the day. Mm. So these, yeah, so they'll come up with a, with a new flavor, but then they'll say, "You yeah, get in early, all right? We're only making eight of them." Mm-hmm. All right, okay. And, and so, of course, everybody comes in and says, "Oh, yeah, can I have your whatever it is?" Mm-hmm. Um, and and they always sold out by seven o'clock in the morning. Right? They they go in no time. But then all the the people who continue to come in through the day and ask about that one. When they find out that it's gone, well, one, that they come back next time, right? but but secondly, they, they buy something else, soon right? because it, it's a social proof that's being driven in and right? that or well, emphasized, um, you know, that these are popular products, right? so so that that idea of scarcity works well, and right? so so if you, you then roll that over to, to how you display something, right, it's one, it's a I think I mentioned at the start there about your account is not your warehouse. So, so I have a limited amount of product presented very well. Um, but also if you actually have ways that you can change your display frequently, um, that then you can have something that's on display just for today or, or just for this week. Um, so, so say, for instance, you have a, a counter layout where you're using a certain size of, of platter all the way through you might actually change one of those platters for a, a different display piece yeah you know, on Wednesday and and use something that that elevates or, or just presents in a different way and and let people know right through through your ticketing through you through the conversations you have and so forth that this is just for today and it's it's not going to be back tomorrow a limited offer yeah yeah it, it's' Um, yeah, it's just a way to to continue to to engage customers right? um, in your product. Right? Again, it's telling a story about what you have there. So it's not just I'm I'm not just selling food. Right? I'm selling something that's extra special today. Right? Yeah. So it's so using that idea of scarcity actually is a good way, right, to to prompt people to buy something now yeah. right? and and to keep coming back. Okay. I guess we touched on a little bit there with what are some of the best tools then
0: um, that we can implement um, to generate and, and drive sort of impulse buying? We know how important it is to drive average spend higher. Um, yeah. So when we approach our counters, our fridges, how can we really, what tools can we use to actually to drive that?
1: Yeah, you're right. I think we we kind of touched on it there. It's an extension of that. Is I think variety is is great. So, um, a lot of the time when we when we look to, um, to answer the question, how do I grow my sales? Hmm? A lot of the time, we're we're wondering about how to actually acquire more customers. Right? But when you're looking at growing your business, that's actually the most expensive way to to grow it.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, you know the, the cost of a, a new customer is is much more than the, the cost of your existing one. Um, so so one of the things that we look at with, with that impulse buying is is how to actually encourage that amongst your your regulars. So how do you you get yeah you know, each person who or the person who walks through the door every day or every week how do we get them to to spend a little bit more or, or to change their their behavior with you. Um, and and the way we do that through the display is variety. Um, I have some customers who do that exceptionally well, and and with the ones that are doing it, they've actually progressively grown to um, to do that. It's not something that they just adopted on on day one and all of a sudden had a whole new strategy. Yeah, yeah. There's so so typically the way that it's worked with um, initially it was something that. We did this first with retail, but but now it's it's moved into the the hospitality space. Was to say, okay, well, well, here's a a unique display piece, and right, that you can introduce into into your your counter. Um, you know, so so use this on Wednesday, right, but only use it on Wednesday or only use it for a week. So just display something that you've always got out, but just do it differently on this particular day. Okay. And and see how that happens. And and the customers that have, have done that with us come back and say, well, we had a good result, so how can I do that on Thursday? Yeah. And then so they get another piece. And, and what they end up doing is they have a, a, a range of different display um display where that that they can can sub in and out of their counter without um yeah without too much of a headache. Mm. So it's all in the counter design, we make that a very easy thing to to make those changes. Um, But when they do it, what it is what it's doing it's it's constantly re-engaging their regular customers. So you, you can have the most beautiful display on earth, but it's if it's the same Forever, then, then yeah. was it familiarity breeds contempt? Right? Yeah, yeah, people, yeah. people, just get used to it and they stop noticing it. Yeah. But if customers walk in and they know that that's going to be different every week, right, then well, they will look for the differences. And right, if they know that they're always going to be there, so it's. Um, and look, deep down, know, um, hospitality businesses know this, right? That's why they have, for instance. Um, you know, changing items on their menu. Yeah, that's why they have a soup of the day or a roast of the Specials, day. Specials, right? yes,
0: of course. Yeah,
1: yeah, of course. So, so, it's, so it's to introduce that variety and, and keep customers coming back for, for something a little bit different without having to make wholesale changes to their business. Right? Yes. And, and so we're just adopting that that exact same uh, philosophy but to the way it's actually presented in a, in a counter or at a buffet or, or wherever it is. So just just finally, um, you know, this might be a bit, a bit of a
0: tricky one to answer, but what is the number one tip um, for improving food displays uh, to increase sales? So what is that one thing that, you know, you have to do? It's just
1: the rule. There's, look, okay, it's... It's almost arrogant to say that there's there's one thing, right? Yeah. Because the businesses are, are all so different, right? and go you know, from the, the type of clientele they have, from the the amount of time their customers are going to spend in, in store, the everything is very different. So, so, so I don't have one, um, yeah, single technique that is going to to fit all, right? Yeah. But, but the way I would say it is. Is probably this, right? There's but one of my very favorite movies, right? From it's now getting many years older, right? and it's called Any Given Sunday. Uh, and Al Pacino plays a a US football coach, right? And he talks about about the game of football being a game of inches, right? And they're they're fighting for those inches. Right? And and he's talking about, I guess, the one percenters. Right? And, and I think in, in in, in hospitality businesses, the, the 1% percenters right, are actually huge, right? because even though you can maybe make a, a good, um, like, initial margin on, you, on your food, right, once you take in all your operating costs and so forth, like, some of these guys are, are running on razor-thin margins and, yeah. and especially in the, the environment that we have in in certainly at least some states of the, the country right now. So, yeah. um so anything that they can do to um to, to just slightly improve those margins right can can have massive effects so um so the one that that i, I tend to, to look at it gives um a, a double whammy right it's both something that, that can increase um the sales and also reduce the overhead right is is to actually look at, at how you you do your display in the food counter to, to not just actually increase your sales, right. But also reduce your waste at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So, so if, if somebody can, can do that, so still have a display that looks, looks abundant, I guess that that there's enough food there, mm -hmm. Um, but they're not throwing it out at the end of the day, right. That, that, that makes a massive difference for, for people. So the, it's interesting one of the um the ways that the businesses often get caught out right is with the last remaining food on the plate mm, so that or in the bowl or whatever um so they put out yeah let's say they put out two kilograms of food into a into a bowl right prepared food there's when that bowl is full right Customers are buying it like it it looks full, it looks fresh, right, and it's desirable. But when it gets down towards the the end, people look at it and say, "Well, it's not fresh anymore." Um, So there's two things that 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 happen. Either it just sits there and it doesn't sell,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Or alternatively, in what often happens is is the restaurant that they know that, right? So so they actually put more product in there. So there's, and it's great. It starts selling again. But then what happens is they get to the end of the service period, and all of a sudden they've got food that they have to throw out. So yes. Um, so there's. So we we use lots of different display tricks and so forth to, or not tricks, but but more techniques and equipment mm-hmm. and so forth to to actually stop that from happening. So so one of my favourite ones, for instance, is to actually. Use um, use bowls that have inserts available for them, and so it's, it's like a false bottom of the bowl. Yeah,
0: right. Okay. So shallower sort of bowls potentially as well.
1: Yeah. So so for instance, you know, one of our most popular bowls that, that we sell right, is a is a three liter bowl, which is a which is a good size, right, for the start of a service period. Mm-hmm. But as you you near the end of it, mm, we actually have. It just it's literally a false bottom, right? That it just drops into the top of the bowl, right? where you can still have that same bowl and it can still look just as full, right? Yeah. But but you have it, you know, one third or one quarter of the the amount of product in it. So customers are now still buying it because it looks full, right? But it's actually full of a lot less product. So the waste at the end of the service period is a lot less. Right? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it also means somebody doesn't have to go out the back and get more product, and yep. it just keeps things running more smoothly. So, right. so, so the so efficiency at, comes in there as well. Yeah, exactly. So, so we just look at those little one percenters, um, and, and I encourage people to to apply that same philosophy to their own business to say, right, well, yeah, you know, what what can I do just to, yeah, you know, I'm not going to to do something. Um, yeah, easily. That's going to to give me a a twenty percent jump in my revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like, all done at the margins. That's all. Yeah, small exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if we can can do things like that, that you know, that, that don't have any great cost to implement them, that they don't chew up time out of you out of your day things that don't suddenly create a lot of extra work hmm. yeah, if you can find things like that that make a small difference then then they're the things that we drilled down on so um, yeah to, to help people actually make a real difference to their bottom line perfect yeah. well thank you very much for your time Steve um, really really valuable advice so uh, if you'd
0: like to contact Steve or learn more about how Euroswift can help your business jump onto to EuroswiftAustralia.com or just google Euroswift thanks again Steve
1: Thanks, Tim.